This is HPR episode 2449 entitled Org Mode Mobile Solution. It is hosted by Brian in Ohio and is about 10 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is my search for taking Org Mode on the road. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello, Hacker Public Radio. Uh, it's Brian in Ohio again. I wanted to record another show before the end of the year. And uh, a follow-up to my last uh, episode, I wanted to tell a little bit about my trials and tribulations of finding a solution to taking org mode on the road. And if you're asking yourself what's org mode, you can either listen to my last episode or you can do a duck, duck, go and find out about it. So after switching from using a bullet journal to using Emacs org mode as my organizing device, I immediately saw that lugging a laptop everywhere is not going to work for me. I wanted to be able to access org mode, especially the agenda view, anywhere I wanted. Laptops with limited battery life and a large physical presence were not going to work for me. So there are a number of solutions out there. I tried a few, and uh, here's here's what happened. The first solution I tried, and the most obvious one, was the Mobile Org app. Uh, it's available for Android or iOS. I can't. I can only attest to Android version. Um, it's a, you can get it from the Play Store, and this solution just did not work for me for a number of reasons. And first, the documentation for the setup is terrible. Uh, even um, not just from the actual GitHub site, but actually even searching around. It's mostly people using it on iOS. Uh, very few people on Android um, had any examples of how they got it uh, working at a, uh, in a reasonable way. So I became frustrated by the workflow, and I couldn't get any useful results from using the app. It seems mobile org is... Uh, is built around using Dropbox, and in order to get around that, I've tried various methods of syncing my org files using onboard uh, storage uh, via USB sync. Um, it just wasn't uh, going to work out uh, doing it that way as far as syncing it over USB, so I bit the bullet and I set up a Dropbox account. I installed the clients on my Slackware laptop and on my phone, uh, only to find that the Dropbox, that Dropbox itself doesn't support this application anymore. Um, I did a little digging around, and it seems that the API used by Mobile Org is out of date, and it's not up to snuff anymore. So, fail. So I cut my losses, and I moved on to another possible solution. Uh, my next crack at solving this problem was uh, actually a laptop. I, uh, it was a Pi Top which is a laptop based on a Raspberry Pi. I'm not going to go into the uh, details of the device here, but I'll just say uh, that the reason I thought this device might work is it had an advertised 8-plus-hour battery life. 
And so my old Linux laptops rarely give me two hours of battery life. So even though the Pi Top was physically larger than I wanted, it still isn't very heavy. And so I thought I'd give it a whirl. And, but let's just say the battery does last eight plus hours. It just can't survive many recharges. So I went through two battery packs and the thing finally, the bat- second battery pack failed and I got no more response from customer service there. And so I went looking for another solution. And uh, my next solution was actually inspired by none other than Claw 2. Uh, he mentioned a device called a pocket chip on his podcast, GNU World Order, uh, season 11. I think it was the first first episode, uh, episode zero. Um, so I looked into this pocket chip uh, device, and I thought it might be something that could work. So I ordered one, and pocket chip is uh, a handheld Linux computer. And um, after ordering the device and it came, um, I started messing around with it. And there's plenty of tutorials on the pocket chip website on how to extend its usefulness. Um, the size of the di- device was good. It's um, like a, it's the size of a of a book or an e-reader, a little bit fatter, but not, not too bad. Uh, some people complained about the chiclet keyboard, but actually I didn't mind it too much. It, uh, it, it just took a little getting used to it. Uh, took some fiddling to get the Emacs key bindings I used to work on the old, because uh, it has to have an odd keyboard layout. But I did get it all to work, and I was uh, successfully using Emacs org mode uh, on this small Linux handheld computer. Uh, I was using a thumb drive as a repository for my org files, and I uh, wrote a couple of scripts to sync up the files with whatever device the the drive was plugged into. And voila, I had a mobile org solution. But, alas, the pocket chip's demise was its build quality. Uh, the heart of the pocket chip, the system, the system's board, uh, USB mini plug fell off. I tried to, I tried to have somebody fix it, and it fell off again, and. Uh, so I had to kind of uh, cobble together a way to program it, or at least to recharge to charge it. At this point, I couldn't even reprogram it. And then I was messing around doing some system tweaks, and I bricked the device. Um, I'll recover it eventually. You can uh, program it um, through the GPI pins that are on it. But uh, this was a quest for portable org mode, not for fixing pocket chips. So onward. My next attempt at a solution uh, came when I saw a build of a Raspberry Pi tablet that looked very nice. I, my, there's links for all these things in the show notes. Um, it was a nice build, so I always up for a challenge. I cobbled together a prototype and tried it out. Um, the reason I eventually dropped this solution before I spent any more money or more time on it was uh, the virtual keyboard just didn't work very well. And I couldn't get the official Raspberry Pi LCD that I used for the project uh, to rotate from portrait to landscape dynamically. Um, there's um, just wouldn't do it. Tried different commands, things that work on a regular monitor on a laptop uh, um, commands and for the X server, it just didn't work. It wouldn't. I couldn't get it to rotate. So it was still a fun project, but it left me hanging there. I, I uh, I'll get some use out of it sometime, but then. Um, I was left uh, still with no solution until um, I found the solution that I'm actually using now, and that is my Android phone. 
Um, I was searching around a few Emacs websites, and I came across one called Endless Parentheses. And uh, in there he is an article, a blog post about this man uh, running Emacs on his Android phone. And it's actually not that difficult to do. It involves installing uh, a couple of, of um, applications. One is Termux, which is a, a terminal emulator for Android. Um, and then a, a keyboard, a different keyboard. The hacker's keyboard is the one I chose. That, that gives you control keys and alt keys and things like that. Both of those are available in the Google Play Store. And uh, once those are installed, you just do a simple apt-get install to get Emacs on the phone. And so after installing installing Emacs on Termux, um, I had a full, run, Emacs, full Emacs running, um, albeit it isn't a terminal. It's not a, an X server, so it's a little bit different. You have to do a little reading on how everything works. But it does work very well. Um, and when you have Emacs, you get a drum roll, please. You get org mode. That's what you get. With this, I, um, I have the device that I always take with me, my phone, and it's running Emacs, and so I can easily run org mode on, um, on it. Um, I, sy I sync my org mode files between my laptop and my phone uh, using the aforementioned Dropbox account. Now, the hacker's keyboard works flawlessly. It's small on my phone, but it does, it does work, and um, I can pretty much run all the commands I need to, to do captures, or to uh, um, mark off to-dos and things like that uh, easily on, on the hacker keyboard. Um, and if I do need to do some more uh, editing, typing, I can, I've got a small Bluetooth keyboard that I've uh, purchased that uh, works um, excellently also. I can actually type up uh, quite, a, quite a, a large amount of stuff, and I actually typed up these, uh, these show notes in, on my phone. So, my conclusion, you know, I found org mode so useful that I wanted it to be available to me wherever I go. And over the course of uh, the last eight months, I went on a journey trying to find a solution to, to that desire. And in the end, the solution actually seems pretty obvious. These uh, portable computers we carry around are amazing. And thanks to the developers of Termux and the hacker's keyboard, my phone is now infinitely more useful to me. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Brian in Ohio, uh, hoping all of you have a good Christmas season and Happy New Year. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.